Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to the coaching staff, episode number 15. And with me, as always, is the scoundrel Rhett Butler. No, I'm sorry, it's not Rhett Butler. It is Tony D. Viss. Sorry, we had a little gone with the wind joke before we started uh, taping here tonight. Mr. Viss, how are you on this fine late Sunday evening? I, I, I had to call Grandpa, had to have him stay up a little bit later. Hopefully, hopefully we didn't drink a glass of warm milk and he's going to go to sleep on me here. Tony, you hanging in there? I should be good. I thought about breaking out the famous Brett Butler quote, frankly, my dear, but I, I will not do that. Uh, that's 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 okay. And a lot of people think that that is the last line in the movie, but it is not. Uh, do you know what the last, a little trivia early on here. Do you know what the last I, line is? I thought Butler? I was the one coming up with the trivia questions yeah. tonight, not having to yeah. answer one. Do, do you know what it is? I do not. Yeah. For, tomorrow is another day, is what... what uh, uh, Scarlet says at the end after she decides to go back to Terra. We used to show Gone with the Wind at my old job every year, um, so uh, I, I've I've sat through a few viewings of of uh, Margaret Mitchell's adapted classic by David O. Selznick, and uh, yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. If you got four hours, you know, throw it in. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I take a couple of days off, leave that for the sub. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, you have to get on a treadmill halfway through to warm yourself up. So, uh, but hey, I digress. We have we we digress as we usually do this week. Uh, episode number fifteen. Uh, we are talking about implement implementation. Uh, we are both uh, Tony and I are are when you hear this, we'll be at about two and a half weeks into everything. Um, we're as we tape it we're two weeks into our practices i believe we have had 11 practices tony and how many practices have you had i believe we're at nine Mm -hmm. Uh, we scrimmaged our freshman boys on wednesday of this past week and then we played uh yesterday we i think i told you that pride scrimmage thing yep um we played yesterday against Pleasant Valley uh, in a game that mm-hmm. we count as a scrimmage. So, gotcha. yeah, we're a couple practices less, but we've done a few other competitions. Yep. And by the time folks hear this, we will have had our, uh, we call it our Hall of Fame um, scrimmage. Uh, we're playing that tomorrow night, and uh, we're going to have our hands full uh, with a couple of teams here. So, you know, we'll, we'll go out and see what we can do. But, you know, what, you know, as you look at things, uh, what should you have implemented? Um, how much should you have in? Everybody's going to be a little bit different. Everybody's going to have different things that they're going to emphasize as they're putting together their preseason practice plans. Uh, so Tony and I decided to divide this up into into three segments. What should you have in offensively? What should you have in defensively and, and special teams? Sideline out-of-bounds plays, baseline out-of-bounds plays, uh, last-second shots, so forth and so on. Uh, so what do you want to start with, Tony? Offense, defense, special teams. I would say let's go offense first. I think that's the one that's probably everybody's the most interested in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you want me to go first or you want, uh, you know, I can go first here, Tony. So, um, we just basic overall stuff. Uh, we have really tried to install a lot of motion concepts. Um, as I set out, those couple of years, I, I didn't coach for those two years, and what I really thought of and and evolved into 
is the teams, especially on the girls' side, that can just play basketball are going to be the teams, I believe, to be the best off. And so we have offensively, we have just kept it really, really basic with what we do with our motion principles. We work every day. We have a series of about eight or nine drills, Tony, and we probably hit in some way, shape, or form at least half of those drills every single day that our kids work on and uh, and just playing ball, just coming off screens, reading screens, uh, doing your job in our offense. And uh, I, I think that that's what we have spent the vast majority of time. And, th- and this is how I, me personally, uh, my basketball journey, uh, I've evolved to where at this point I'd be freaking out if we didn't have six, seven, eight out of, uh, you know, set plays in. Um, we have going into tomorrow night, we literally have, I would call it two and a half plays, and it's probably closer to two than it is two and a half. We have a third one that we put in on Saturday's practice uh, that we hope to have game ready to be able to run by the time we get to uh, Friday and Saturday next week. Um, So we've got our base man-to-man offense. We've got our base zone offense. And right now we only have, like I said, two and a half set plays that we have you know, ready to execute. Um, one of the things that we have done differently this year is we are we have reorganized our transition offense, and so we have implemented three different uh, secondary, or basically it's two, uh, two different, two or three different secondary uh, options. And as I started thinking about, it, as I was you know going through stuff, I was like, hey, you know what? We can just run those as sets as well. So. We have two or three of those secondary options that we can run as sets along with the or entries into our motion offense. And then we have the two or two and a half set plays that we have in there. So that's what my play sheet's going to look at. Now, I've got two or three things on my play sheet uh, when we go into our scrimmage tomorrow night that, okay, off of a quarter break, off of a timeout, okay, let's draw this up because eventually we're going to put it in. Let's see how we do with a with a write-up situation. So that's that's what I'm looking at right now, Tony. So how about you? Yeah, um, one of the things in our program, John has done a really good job of getting into our Junior Cougar program. And so we have uh, a series that we call Belly. Um, basically what John did is he took a look at every NBA team and a set they go to in the last 10 seconds of the shot clock. Mm -hmm. And so we have different options out of that, uh, out of our belly series. And so I took the three that the kids knew the most. And those are the ones that we kind of, you know, just kind of reviewed with them a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, one of the things, you know, John's been at Kennedy for a while. And so schools are really getting pretty good at knowing our calls and things. And so a few years ago, uh, he studied Johnston, which we played in the game to go to state. And uh, they ran a low motion series. And so we have do- we have adopted that. And I've got in three little sets. And one of the things, you know, that we kind of agree with, you know, you and I is the fact that, hey, do you want to teach kids how to run plays or do you want to teach them how to play basketball? Yeah. And really with with belly and low motion what those series do, it's a way to initiate or it's a way to start your offense. And then based upon how the defense, you know, reacts to it, you make your read and you play. Mm-hmm. And so once we kind of get that initial action in, basically our rule comes down to um, you can't stand. It's not the five-man stand. Yeah. You know, you're either going to cut 
or you're going to screen. And so we have constant movement. We talk about spots to fill and different things that go along those lines. But that really is kind of what we do. And so we have uh, six what we call quick hitters. Um, and then we have in, against zone, we have our base zone offense in against an even front zone. I've helped them a little bit if we see an odd front, but I'll be honest. You know, I've been three years on the boys' side, and I see zone – I've seen zone less than 10% of the games that we've played. Mm-hmm. And so we have that stuff, but it's not something we have to go to a whole lot. We really don't get pressed a ton either. Now that I say that, we'll get pressed a lot this year. Um, but it's just one of those things where you have that stuff and you review it, but maybe we don't put as much time in it as we would if we saw those things more often, but they are in, they're just not something we spend more than five or 10 minutes of practice on. Yeah. And we will also, you brought up zone. We'll have, by the time we get to Friday, uh, we'll have one zone set that we run. It's a really, really simple set that we'll, we'll have in. Uh, and, and some of that stuff is I, I, a, you know, there's a couple reasons why I delayed, uh, putting some of these things in a for scouting purposes we're not going to show too much tomorrow night by the time mm-hmm. folks share this on friday uh b you know we want to you can you can put in a play and you can perfect a play in three four five days and have it you know if you put it in on monday there's a good chance if you work on it hard enough in practice and you know five on zero or five on five you can have that ready by friday it's a lot it takes a lot longer a lot more reps to just be fundamentally sound and uh you know just take care of the ball and 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 just making plays um I, i like what you said there tony uh one of our sets that we have uh it's got two or three different options so if they play you know here's here's the basic movement but hey if they play this like this then you need to do this and here's your read you know Mm -hmm. and and we we hope that you know by doing that it's 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 one play but it's actually three plays because if they take this away we do this if they take this away then we do this and and i think those are the best types of sets that you can have is hey here's here's the basic movement but if they you know here's three different ways that the defense can play it so technically we're getting three different looks out of one play yep yeah you know when i i remember one year uh talking to mitch mitch osborne at harlan uh they ran a play it had five different options last five possessions of a state tournament game they scored off of all five different options out of the same play mm-hmm. and so yeah i mean sometimes you know you can get into paralysis by analysis where you just give them too much yeah and they're out there thinking all the time mm-hmm. you know and so if you can give them some basics teach them some reads and let them play basketball um you are teaching them way more than you know teaching them how to run 20 set plays yep absolutely um Let's talk defense. Tony, what do you got in for defense? Yeah, right now uh, we have a couple different man defenses that we run. Uh, We're really well known for switching every screen. It's called our zero defense. Um, And then we have another one just to give teams a different look. And to be honest with you, with my kids, sometimes with the younger kids, once you teach them zero and they're used to switching all the time, they can kind of develop some bad habits. So really the first month of the season, we end up calling our five defense where a screen is no excuse. You hard hedge it, or you can go under it. Uh, you get your ball side kid in the corner to help on the roll a little bit. Um, but we have our five defense in. And then we also, you know, I mentioned earlier that, you know, a lot of teams don't play zone in our league. 
And so we have a few zone looks just because teams hardly ever see them. So we'll run a one, three, one that we do out of a half court trap deal with them. And then, uh, we also have uh, a two, three end that we don't, we don't run very often, but if we're having trouble uh, with a particular matchup and they aren't, you know, just size wise, we're not a good matchup with them. We may see how well they shoot the ball from the outside and hop into a two, three zone where we uh, double down on the post real hard if the ball goes inside. Um, And then we also will full court press a little bit. Uh, It's called our double zero look. We go a two, one, two look full court and basically try to get your eyes down along the sideline, come run and jump you, get in the passing lanes and try to make things very, very hectic and then fly around like crazy. Mm -hmm. A pen and a napkin university videos are just another way that a pen and a napkin can help you become a better coach. Our university video library is constantly expanding with topics ranging from interviewing for a job to full court defense to 25 universal truths about coaching. Our university videos will help you round out your skill set as a coach and help you hone your craft. Videos are $10 a piece with bundling options available. To order, you can DM me on Twitter, send me an email at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com, or order from our website, a pen and a napkin.com. Be sure to check out the a pen and a napkin video library. We are in, in a similar boat. You know, we've got, we've got our man to man in, uh, we've got our zone in and we so we you know one man one zone right now we haven't worked on any junk we've ran some triangle and two when necessary uh i i hope that this year with a little more depth and a little bit more athleticism we don't have to rely on the junk and we can just play more uh straight up or tweak our man-to-man and implement that via our scouting report a little bit more uh if we need to say hey you know we're not going to guard uh the vis kid or whatever you know not that i would ever do that tony you know but you know uh but uh you know, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do that, um, and then we've got uh, we've got our zone press in, which will be our that'll be our bread and butter. Um, we've got our man to man press in. We haven't worked very much on the man to man. That's my fault. We need to do more of that, uh, and and we'll add some things to that. Again, uh, I've talked about it before. Planning out the season, you know, I, I've got a certain time where we're gonna, you know. With with as young as we are, we're still learning uh, the basic principles of our zone press. Uh, our, our younger kids are, and so what we need to do, I feel like, is we can't move on from anything else uh, until we learn those basic principles, and then we can add different looks out of that same press. Is is what we're looking to do. Uh, we have really, um, you know, probably six or seven years ago, Tony. I really, as I, as I watch the game, as I watch it evolve, and we were talking about players making plays. Well, on defense, you got to have defensive kids make plays, and so we do closeouts every single day. Um, again, just just a a different thing that we have evolved into. We we very rarely have a practice go by where we don't spend at least five and sometimes as much as ten minutes on closing out. Uh, we force baseline sideline. Um, we try to keep the ball on a side. And so it's really important for us to really work on, hey, we've got to open up and push baseline, but we can't open up so much that we just give them the baseline. And so it, it's something that we spend a lot of time talking about and doing. And, and you know, we don't want to help because we want to keep that one-on-one uh, dimension intact. So we, we simplify 
our stuff because we, again, right now, we're just still in that forming stage of we've got to do the basic stuff really, really well. Now, we want to give ourselves a couple of different options, uh, obviously, after 11 practices. And, and, and like you said, Tony, you don't, you don't see a lot of zone, but I think it's important to have a zone. Uh, I, I've I've never been uh, a guy that says, "Well, we're just going to do one thing and we're going to be great." You better be really, really good at it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've always believed that you need to have a plan B and and perhaps a plan C. Uh, but there's going to be a nights where you're going to need a zone if you're a man team, or if you're a if you're a zone team, you're going to need to play some man against somebody. And obviously, it's important to implement zone. So that you can work on zone because at some point you're going to come against a team that's going to play some zone against you that's really, really good at it. So uh, those are some of the things that we've done, Tony, uh, on on the defensive side of things. Is and, and again, whatever you run, I think it's just so important to close out really, really well. Because if you can contain the ball with one guy, that means everybody stays home. You don't get in the blender. And now with the way kids are smart and they, they understand about movement and one more passes and things like that, that that keeps you out of trouble. And if you can win those one-on-one battles, uh, that that saves your defensive philosophy so much. Uh, it, it just saves you from pulling your hair out. I give you a couple quick thoughts. One, um, I think closing out is the toughest thing to do on defense. And if you get good at it, man, you're going to knock the other team's points per game average down considerably if you can do that. And the one thing, too, and this is what we kind of emphasize with our, our kids a lot, is the fact that, hey, we can guard really, really well and we can make them take a quick rush shot. But we doggone better be able to rebound it. Yeah. I, I hope. You know, teams understand that that you're not done playing defense until you do rebound that basketball. And you were also talking about that if you can only play one type of defense, you may find yourself in trouble. I've I've seen teams that can only play one defense, and then when they find themselves down with four or five minutes left, say they're a zone team, and other team pulls the ball out, and now they've got to go, man turns into a layup line because they yeah. haven't worked on man all season long mm-hmm. and you know you find others where they have that stud and they can't guard them you've got to have a different option whether it's zone or whether it's junk you know like you mentioned and so yeah you need to have those plans b and c or in those big time moments where you want to get to where you want to get to you may not if you don't have plan b and c mm-hmm. on your docket yeah and and i think it's just good as a change up you know, coming out of a timeout, hey, we're gonna go. We're gonna go with our two. You know, we're gonna go with our two defense. Well, let's say it's your, that's your zone, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, just one possession, and and in that one possession, you win that one possession. And you may not be great at zone, but if you have that option and you throw it out there, or like you said, Tony, you've never played it. You, you know, you've never given it a stretch, and now all of a sudden you're 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 dependent on it. Oh, man, that's that's a that's a hard hard thing to do. I, I I think anyway. So I think the more balanced you are, the better off you can be. So I 100 agree with that. It's yeah. like I give you a baseball analogy. You can have a great fastball, 100 mile an hour fastball, but if that's all you ever throw, hitters are pretty good at being able to you know time that up and and get get contact with it, no matter how good your fastball is. So you may have an average changeup. But if you have something different, yep. it just gives them something else to think about. And then your fastball becomes really, really good again. Well, it's just like we ask our kids, have a go-to move and have a counter. Yep. Well, you know, shouldn't we have a go-to? And yeah, you know, let's say our our man-to-man is our strength. 
But you got to have a counter because you're going to need a counter at some point because somebody, you know, you take, you have your post player. If they take away that left shoulder, well, what's your counter? What's your counter? You got to have a counter. It doesn't have to be a great counter, but it's got to be some sort of counter. So I, I think that's important that we do that as a coach as well. So um, uh, anything else on defense, Tony? No, I think we, we touched on some good good items there. Special teams. Special teams. Um, we have uh, we have uh, done a little bit more with that this year. Uh, we've been able to hit the ground running a little bit, you know, year three. Uh, we I feel like we're farther along in special teams than we have been. Now watch us go out and just, you know, lay a, lay a turd tomorrow night uh, <laughs> in, in our execution. But I, I feel like our kids understand what we're trying to do, how we defend out-of-bounds plays, what we're looking to do on out-of-bounds plays offensively, uh, how we want to play into quarter situations, stuff like that. Uh, we've got uh, one, two, three, four, five. We've got six out-of-bounds plays in right now, wow. Tony, underneath. Um, but again, a lot of these are, are review. Again, uh, they're, they're kind of the same concepts. Um, they're, they're just done a little bit differently. Uh, so I feel like uh, in the past couple of years, it, it's maybe been the m- mid to late January before we have, you know, we feel like we're far this far down the line in our out-of-bounds execution. Um, so hopefully this is another way we can win on the margins by, okay, we don't, we don't want 206 out of bounds plays but let's throw one or two more looks at people as we develop here and and that gives us just a little bit more to go on um and then we right now we just have two sideline out of bounds plays um and you know we're gonna but again we've got things in mind we've got things that we can do um off of a off of a write-up and you know we'll we'll see where we're at when we get to there but uh We've done that. Uh, our press breaks. Uh, our kids are familiar with our press break concepts. Uh, we're going to play a team tomorrow night. They're probably going to be number one or number two in the class below us in our jamboree, and they're really mm-hmm. going to put a lot of pressure on us. So we'll see how well uh, we handle that, especially without a couple of key ball handlers. Um, you know, so you know, just that the part of that is now just okay. Instead of having to teach it from the bottom up, it's one or two reps. Oh yeah, here we go. I've got this. And now you're just teaching one or two kids instead of having to teach 10 kids as well. So I think those special teams concepts has allowed us, for example, to go back to what we talked about with offense, we can put in a couple of secondary break options, uh, and not because we're not having to teach the other stuff, you know? So, uh, that's, that's where we're at. How about you? You know, our defense is, is pretty complex. We put a lot of time in with our defensive stuff. And so right now I have one underneath man in, one underneath zone in, and I have a side man in. Um, you know, we don't have a side zone yet, uh, just from the simple fact that we've had to put more time in other places. And to be honest with you, our guys really aren't catching on with our out-of-bounds stuff <laughs> maybe as quickly as other teams have in the past. Uh-huh. Um, and the nice thing is we'll have a practice tomorrow. Um, we'll add a little, little bit little bit we'll go play on tuesday and then we'll go wednesday thursday friday saturday practices and so now we can begin to kind of fine tune add another man out of bounds play in add another zone out of bounds play in maybe get our side zone in there Mm -hmm. um but yeah you know just we're a little bit behind in that area right now and you know it's just one of those things where you know you got 
hole in the hole in the dam and you've got one finger in pretty soon another one pops up and so yeah. we're, we're kind of in that situation yeah we're doing a little bit of a balancing act and hopefully it doesn't come back and bite us in the butt uh but we've out of bounds plays we haven't got as much in and mm. then um we've got one press break in right now with some you know we're practicing with somebody on the ball and then uh if we get a half court trap we have a little bit of principle in on that but not as much as what i had hoped we we have crap craft try that again we have court trap a lot <laughs> and so we go against that and so mm-hmm. i've kind of showed them a little bit of what we would do against it we haven't repped it at the at the rate that we need to yet yeah well i think you bring up a good point there tony uh you got one more practice and then you're going to play Are you, you're playing for real on tuesday yeah tuesday it counts yeah okay and, and, but probably a good time to have that you know we're having a scrimmage and then we go for real on friday saturday uh, mm-hmm. but it, it'll be nice to, okay, we've gone two weeks, let's see where we're at and let's go from there. And, and, and so, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday for us, I envision it being a lot of, okay, you know, definitely Tuesday. What did we do? Well, what did we not do so well? What do we need to correct? What do we need to keep emphasizing? Uh, and then most of Wednesday will be that we'll start doing a little bit of scout on Wednesday and then Thursday, you know, it'll be a scout heavy going into Friday. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's a good time to have that. Uh, I, I wish we kind of had what you had where you, you have the game and then you have four days to really emphasize those things. You know, we'll have one and three quarters of a day, uh, to, to kind of correct some of the things that we need. But, you know, for us, uh, one of the teams that we'll play tomorrow night, um, they're going to press us a lot, and the team that we play Friday night is going to press us a lot too. So it's it's going to be a good, it's going to be a fairly good apples to apples comparison for us as well. So uh, you know, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, and it's, it's been good because you know we played you know yesterday, and so I got home, set things up real quick, took the stats, broke some things down, grabbed my grab my practice on Monday looked at that a little bit and then made some changes. Um, and then one of the things with us, you know, our personnel changes a lot. And so, you know, there's not a ton of, of, of that type scouting. We have huddle that we'll go to mm-hmm. and we'll begin to look. Um, but with your first game, there's, you know, hey, this was their freshman team last year. It's their sophomore team this year. Some of those guys might have got pulled up. Some of those guys might have gone not gone out. But you have a little bit of an idea of what they've done from the year before. And so we don't you know, have a ton of scout in going forward after that, we'll have a lot more scout in. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's, yeah, that that's just the, just, just the way it works. Just the way it yeah. works. So it's the nature of the beast right now. Absolutely. So anything else, Mr. Viss on any of the stuff that we talked about here this evening? No, not really. Um, you know, one of the things talking a little bit about special teams, I didn't touch on. Um, we also have a free throw break. Um, so when, when the other team is shooting free throws, uh, we have a little bit of a break in, uh, that we'll, we'll call out from the bench, just depending upon, you know, do they jog back? Do they press you? And so we've got a quick little sideline break thing that we have in as well, uh, that we've repped a few times with them. That'll be interesting to see how we run that because as we both know, um, it looks a lot different in game than what it does in practice where you kind of have a little bit more of a controlled environment. Yep. Coaches, you know just as well as I do that we're always looking for new and different ways to motivate our players and programs. But sometimes it's hard to find that perfect source that we're looking for. Over the past 25 years, I've collected hundreds of handouts to help motivate my players and programs. And now I'd like to share some of my favorites with you. 
The A Pen and a Napkin 101 Best Handouts Booklet is now available for you, to you for only $15. In this booklet, you'll find motivational material for all types of situations and individuals to help you communicate your values to your players and program. For ordering information, you can either DM me on Twitter or email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com for details. Get your tickets now, April 1st. Europe will be in Fort Calhoun, Nebraska, folks. They will be there. You know, uh, Molly Hatchet will be the opening act. That's that's who we're, we're, we're considering them. Uh, we're considering Slade out of Europe, uh, out of England, you know, so it's it's it'll be some good stuff. So No but, deal? <laughs> I, think, I think Ronnie James Dio died. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be a no then. Uh, well, I don't know. Let me check my hair metal. Uh, uh, Ronnie James Dio. I'm going to look this up here. Uh, yeah, he died in 2010. Oh, yeah. been gone for a while. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I'm sure his family. <coughs> I'm sure his family appreciating your condolences. <laughs> He's been gone for a while. <laughs> oh boy, it's about now we start losing people here, Tony. So, yes. uh, <laughs> trivia, trivia tonight here, Mister Viss. It is your turn. I think we're tied. I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll I ask. Think it is a tie. Yeah, I didn't get last week. Yeah, yep. So I couldn't get the the Maui here. Classic. Yeah, the high classic. Yep, yep. It's a baby compared to where I had it at. Yeah, so. Um, right, you ready? I am ready, sir. Here we go. Okay. Uh, Iowa played UConn today, and Caitlin Clark ended up posting her 35th career game with 20-plus points, 5-plus rebounds, and 5-plus assists. What player did she pass to set that all-time record? Okay, so this is all-time record. And what was the yep, she what? now has it? She now has it with thirty-five career games of at least twenty-plus points, five-plus rebounds, five-plus assists. And that's her thirty-fifth game that she did that. Yep, and the she was tied with this other player at thirty-four, and then today with her uh, stat line, she now is all by herself with thirty-five. Okay. Um. Well, let me see here. Got to be a stat stuffer. True. Uh, got to be. Got to be on on good teams, because um, you got to have players around you to get those five assists a game. Um, Tamika Catchings. No, but a good guess. Good guess. Okay. Got two more. Got two more. Um, can you narrow down the region of the country that she that this gal played in? Um, I would say this. Uh, I would describe her as being in the western half of the United States. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna get. Yeah. Okay. 
Cheryl Miller. Ooh, another really good guess, but not oh, Cheryl. Oh, I think I got it. I think I got it. I, I feel good. I feel good, Tony. I feel good. Are we ready? I'm ready for you to get it correct. Kelsey Plum. Ooh. Oh, you're telling me. Another really good guess, oh. man. It was, I'm probably going to butcher the last name, but Sabrina Inescu. Oh, Sabrina Inescu from Oregon. Yeah. Ah, dang it. Ah. I had three good guesses, though. You did. You had three really good guesses. Kelsey Plum was really, really good. Yeah. Ah, dang. Pac-10, I had the right conference anyway, so... Well, let's call it the correct name, Pac-12. Pac-12, I'm sorry. I'll pull, I'll pull, for a little bit longer. I'll pull my Bill Walton here. The, the, the Conference of Champions, the Pacific 12 Conference. It's the Conference of Champions, so... By the way, he is doing the Iowa State-UConn men's game right now with uh, Roxy Bernstein. Oh, boy. Oh, well, it's a good thing I'm down here, so... <laughs> when I was at UCLA, so... Uh, that's a bad Bill Walton. So oh, I thought it was really good. No, did you? <laughs> I didn't know if it was him or Ed Orgeron. <laughs> I can't understand what Ed Orgeron says. So no, yeah. not, a, not a chance. Yeah. I mean, what's the, what's that Adam Sandler movie, The Water Boy? Oh, Water Boy. Yeah. And they got and they got the farmer guy that's the assistant coach, and he just you know, runs you around that's classic cinema right there. Oh yeah, it's it's right there. I did put this on Twitter that uh uh the 25 minutes that Macaulay Culkin uh uses to torture uh Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern and the original Home Alone is 25 of the finest doggone cinematic minutes that the United States has ever produced. So, uh It's a good movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a good one. It kind of went downhill after that, but yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. A lot of times those sequels don't, don't do not touch do not hold a candle to the original. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sporting event that you are looking forward to this week, Mister Viss. You know we're in like sports heaven right now, I just know. from the you know the holiday basketball tournaments, which obviously we're getting ready to get out of. But then you get into the whole ACC Big Ten matchups and stuff like that. So in a really good spot there, you've got the conference football championships next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the USC, I believe it's Utah game is going to mean a lot because if USC wins that, they're probably in the playoff and Ohio State is on the outside looking in, most yeah. likely. Um, and then we got the big America versus Iran uh, game on Tuesday. If the United States wins, they go to the Sweet 16 of the World Cup. If they don't win, then they're on the outside looking in. Yep. Yeah, which would be very disappointing considering that, you know, I don't know. We we tied no, against Wales and you know, let, you know, let's say we lose or tie to Iran, you know. You know, we sh- we should beat those teams. I'm um, I'm sorry. At at this point of our soccer journey, we should beat those teams. So, uh not to sound like Mr. Critical guy. So, um how about you? Uh conference football championships is what I'm really looking forward to. Uh next Saturday should be a lot of fun. Um you know, Georgia's looking really really good. Uh TCU uh, he's got a chance to, you know, not a chance, you know, they, they win, they should, they should be in the playoff. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you know, Michigan, uh, looking like the class of the big 10 right now. Uh, you know, um, 
so I, I, I think that's going to be fun. You know, following the World Cup, uh, this these last four days of just sitting around and eating turkey and watching basketball has been absolutely awesome as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's, it's just been a lot of really, really good things. And then obviously for, for us now, it's it's go time. Uh, you know, it's time to get, you know, to get really, really selfish and, and lock in on your own team. Like I said, I'll be interested to see what we do tomorrow night in our scrimmage. Uh, we're still down a couple of kids. Uh, we hope... Uh, I, I think we've got a chance to get one of our kids back for next weekend, uh, mm-hmm. and and hopefully give us a, uh, you know some minutes of whatever minutes those are. I don't know yet, uh, but uh, you know hopefully we get her back for a few minutes and and uh, you know we just continue to grow and get better as a team. That's what we're looking to do. So, um, you know, we'll see what we got, buddy. So, uh, anything else this week? No, it was a good episode. Yeah, it was. I thought so. So. Uh, episode 15, your, your implement, implementation uh, check marks. Uh, where should you be at? And, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, and this is Tony and, I, Tony and I's philosophy. Uh, we're not saying we're any better or any worse than anyone else. Uh, these are just things that we believe in, uh, check marks that we're at along our journey when it comes to our implementation and what we're trying to do. And so, um, if you agree, that's great. If you disagree, maybe you're more of a set play person. Maybe you're more of, Hey, you know, we're going to barely touch this or that. And, and, or, you know, hopefully we gave you some things to think about. It's like, Oh yeah, we, we got to touch on that. Or we, yeah, we, that's, we need to do some more of that. Uh, hopefully that's something that'll help you out as well. So, um, hope you folks enjoyed it. Episode 15 of the coaching staff. Um, Check out uh, everything that we have on a pen and a napkin. Go to a pen and a napkin.com. Check out all the resources there. Uh, we, we took this last weekend off from interviews, but uh, we're going to have a good one for you uh, this Monday and should be really good stuff. So, coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.